Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the second pod in as many weeks. It's been a long time since we've had back-to-back weeks. We have uh, recurring guests finally together on an episode. Uh, John Sokol and Max Soreo, the two like physically opposite, uh, career choice opposites, uh, but opposites, you know, come together, and we uh, we're gonna find out exactly what's going on with our guest group here tonight. We're gonna find out what's going on here. The banana costume. It's meant to be appealing. It's not slimming. Um, but you know, um, yes, I was just muted. Uh, we are live on Twitch now each and every week for the show. So if you are an audio only listener, keep an eye out on social media and we will, uh, announce when we're live and when we're ready to go. Um, John, let's just start with John. Introduce yourself to the audience for those of folks who don't know you. Um, yeah. Where do I start? Um, what's, what's a good starting point? What do you, who are you? What do you do? What do I do? So I am a data scientist at a finance company in Philadelphia, also a adjunct at Stockton University. So half city boy, half like, you know, local individual. Now, is it true that you call your lawnmower a tractor? It's true. Well, it's part tractor, <laughs> part mower. <laughs> okay. So there is a tractor component to the to the John Deere. Okay. So there's a tractor component. Now, Max, for <clears throat> folks who don't know you, introduce yourself to our audience. So my name is Max. I am a uh, local contractor and construction worker. I own a company called Sereo Construction here in Manahawkin. Um, yeah. I don't know what else you want me to say. Yeah. I feel like it's the first day of uh, like Western for, Civ. Yeah. Oh and I gotta, my god. I got to oh, introduce myself. That was the worst class. I dropped out of Western Civ. Oh, so did I. At OCC. It was one genuinely one of the most terrible experiences I've ever had in my life. You guys I, don't like history? I love history. Love history. Didn't not, like Western Civ. <laughs> didn't like that class. The teacher. I don't know who the teacher was, uh, but she was not. She was not very. What exactly is Western Civ? Western, like basically, Western like early. I believe it's like Western. Let's, let's describe that any better. It's Western civilization. What is Western civilization? <laughs> I believe it's like it goes all. It's like goes all the way back to like the like Fertile Crescent, like early early civilizations in like the Middle East. How fertile? Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then what happened is it goes all the way up to like the birth of the United States. No, I don't think it goes Not that far. That far. So like the Europe, like the Industrial it's Revolution. It's like the Forgotten Years. It's like a thousand, a thousand AD to like what by fifteen hundred. Like the Middle somewhere Ages. somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Like imagine the Middle Ages, right? I don't know. Like the dark time. Maybe you never like, hear I re- anything. I nothing relevant happened between a thousand AD and fifteen hundred. That's true. That's incredible, though, isn't it? Five hundred years. Five hundred years of just nothingness because people were so attached to religion. That they thought that pouring liquid on the ground would make dirt appear or make gold appear. <laughs> they would they would do like alchemy, and they thought like that was going to be the way to do things. And they burned people at the stake. Yeah, they did do that. They probably burned me at the stake. <laughs> they probably burned all, all of us. us right? yeah, they saw you in that costume. Hell yeah! <laughs> that, that guy in the Don costume is coming through hot. I wish I saw all these comments in the chat because that shit's getting blown up right now. Western culture, also known as Western civilization, Occidental. Occidental culture? The Western norms, ethical values, traditional customs, belief system, political systems, artifacts, and technologies of the Western world. Who is this? Uh, Nick, drop that in the chat. That's a great copy and paste, Nick. I appreciate your input. (laughs) Straight out of Wikipedia? He didn't cite that shit, Um, though. So he can get, like, uh, that's that's plagiarism. That's big time, big time (laughs) plagiarism. OCC is going to take that uh, associates back from you, so just get ready for that. They're they're all over the show. Uh, It's the internet definition from Wikipedia. He admits it. All right. Um, You imagine, though, like, we would be in, like, Jetson's world by now if the Catholic Church wasn't like, wow, you're going to do this instead. (laughs) 
people were shitting in, cha- they called them chamber pots. Mm. Now I've shit in a few buckets in my day <laughs> with Max present in those same trailers. As have, as have I. Been. It's an unfortunate situation. It sucks. And that's, the, that's some of the causality for why we're here tonight together. Um, John, a data scientist, Max, a small business woodworking construction owner, um, woodworking is not the right adjective. Nah, Every, general, general something, it's something I do. He's a, I, like a jack of all trades, master of all, right? That's, I, I like that. I like that you said master of I didn't like that you didn't say master, master of none. none. I mean, yeah, to be true. But, I'm, I'm, but I'm, uh, I'm hardly a master of all. I'm learning every day. I'm self-deprecating for sure there. I'm trying to get better at reading the chat. Thank you. But yes, um, Max is a is a master of of most. Um, enough. Enough. That, that'll be what comes after PhD. Uh, Max Areo, <laughs> master of most uh, degree from fucking Banana Land University. <laughs> Banana U. Banana U. Um, so that's kind of like what we're doing here. That's the causality of what we're here doing tonight. That is what we're doing. <laughs> um, so the differences are incredible. What is what are what is the white collar world to you, John? That's a because you're a white collar guy in a white collar house in a white collar neighborhood. The people well, across the street to, they would, make big wood into little wood and put it on people's <laughs> yards, and they made millions. You don't understand how that works. Talk to us about about that. I don't consider white collar versus blue collar. I consider like you have to consider yourself just in a general sense like a a forever student, like someone that's always constantly learning about new things. That's one of the reasons why I bought this house was because. I'm trying to drink through a fire hose. I'm trying to learn about things that I didn't know before, uh, such as like lawn care, like just general, like house, house, just general house maintenance and improvement items that I wouldn't have learned if I didn't, if I wasn't a homeowner. So you have to think of it less as a white versus blue collar, and that, I think you have to limit yourself to a certain extent. Well, I mean, the chat the, the chat feels that that was a bullshit answer, John. So, <laughs> what are the comments? Uh, what? Uh, this is such a bullshit answer, a.k.a. white-collar answer. So it's on point with, um, with, with, the, with where we're trying to direct. What was your previous... That's true. That's true. I, I really... No, I really believe that. What was your living situations before this like? Where did, like, you have this nice house, this beautiful house now, but you lived in, like, a bathroom-sized apartment. And I did. You with your parents, and you were all over the place. I did learn a lot of stuff in Philly, believe it or not. I learned a lot just about living on my own um, in that 520 square foot apartment. Although it was it wasn't a lot of maintenance though, so that was nice. But I mean, there was still some upkeep that had had to be done, and it was good because I was kind of removed from the Stockton experience because it was like what like three years since like you know we we graduated Stockton. Yeah. So that was a whole different kind of thing. Like living with three other dudes. It's exactly as disgusting as you think it is, including my dirty feet smell. Like, the dirty feet say, smell, you, the mold you in the bathroom. How disgusting look, that is! Look at me right now. Uh, unbelievable. Imagine but, having to go to bed four feet from this person every night. Zach did it. I used to wake him up at night with my farts while he was asleep. Zach says, "Stop trying to be an intellectual." <laughs> well, I am an intellectual, so how am I? Uh, no, no, not- that was for me. Uh, that was when I said. Um, the causality of why we're here, he didn't. He didn't appreciate my my. Um, he's a hate. He's a hate. He's a hater. You know, he's you a know, hater. He's got to incorporate some of these adjectives into his own life. I'm telling you, it does it does <laughs> dividends for you. So we're not going to talk too much about capitalism tonight, all right? We don't want to. We don't want to get everybody all riled up. That's where I'm really going to shine. So we can we can transition to Max. You know, describing all about you know his story and where he's going. Yeah. I think I. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. You're, you come to a natural end because that felt very unnatural. Um, Max. <laughs> well, 
let, let me start by saying, going back to your original answer on white collar. So what's interesting to me as the, we'll say, quote unquote, blue collar guy in this situation here, your answer to that was kind of a lot of things that I also feel, which is what we were talking about before we went live was like, it's really more it's more similar than you think. And I think that's what you were trying to say. Right. Like, it's not as much of a divide nowadays as it was 30, 40, 50 years ago, where, like, what I said was, like, blue collars, like, like construction worker, cop, garbage man, and white collar was, like, Wall Street executive. Like, it's much... There's a blur line. There's a blur line Yeah, it's now. much different than it used to be. So, like, because a lot of things you just said... I agree with where I'm like, yeah, I had the same experience a year ago, like a year and a half ago when I bought my first house and I was like, like, sure, I can fix anything, but like, shit, I'm a homeowner now. Like that was, that was crazy for me. So like, I totally understand. And I think that's why like they were probably saying that was a bullshit answer, but like, I understand what you're saying. Like, I think the lines are blurred for sure. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Sal. I mean, I, I think it's uh, I think being a business owner is a little more non-traditional than the typical white collar worker. We kind of mentioned that earlier, where like typically you think of garbage man, you think of you know union construction employee, and those people are, are the blue collar like backbone of you know the America. Mm. But like to do it on your own is different because you're more in control of your own destiny. But as much as you're in control of success, you're in control of failure. So for me, like growing up with uh, like a u- in a union family, like, well, my dad was not a union family. It was my dad was a union guy, but like, the well, still, union- you you have those union values. Right. I mean, you grew up in a blue collar family, right? So like, you know, it's just it's this kind of this toxic ring sometimes where it's like you're working forty or fifty, or not fifth forty hours, but like fifty or sixty or seventy hours a week sometimes. And I feel like the blue collar mentality is more like, um, especially people I see on social media who claim to be blue collar folks, they like to work 80 hours a week and they publicize that and it's like they wear it as a personality trait and there's nothing wrong with that. And I've said this to people, it's, there's nothing wrong with doing that if you want to do it. For sure. But it's not advisable for your like physical, mental, or emotional health it depends, in the modern age. It depends what your, what your outcome is. What are, what, are your, what are your goals? Right. Exactly. Everybody has different goals, different outcome. Exactly. And I feel like if you're going to do that time investment, it's better to do it in your own business than it would be working for um, someone else for a company. Even if it is mm-hmm. in the union, obviously they have you know great benefits, and that's how they that's their big. But you limit yourself in your income, though. Like right. You, there's, you, there's a there's, there's a ceiling. A ceiling. There's right. a ceiling. And mm-hmm. and those guys make great money, and they live they lead fantastic lives on their own right, however they so choose. But, but you're not going to own a home and love ladies in, in LBI. It's not going <laughs> to. Not, not in gonna the modern end. not in the modern world. No, I mean, no. Papa and Grandma, <clears throat> Papa and Grandma going to the union and maybe now they would own it like 1950 right you know invest invest wisely etc right and that's what that's what's that's what's why well that's what's so interesting to me too like when when like you see those people that are working 80 hours a week (laughs) Like <laughs> I don't, I cannot read anything. But for some reason, you have amazing eyesight, and you can. I just, have, I got, so I got LASIK at, I got LASIK in March, so I, I can read. Uh... So out of the loop. Oh, we said, oh, we said, nah, fuck that. Forty hours too much. <laughs> well, that's what I was just gonna say. I feel like people who work for, work for it, quote unquote, the men who work for a company, like if you're putting in more than forty hours, like you, a lot of times you're not getting anything more for it. You may look at it as certain jobs, you know, your career building, you're you're putting in those extra hours and you're working harder or whatever. And obviously every job has its bonuses, benefits, that whole thing. But like for the most part, if you're working for a company where there is a ceiling, where there's that ladder to climb, I feel like if you're working like 60 hours a week and you're publicizing it, like it's like, what's the point? So let's, um, let me do a little, uh, a little chat question here. And it kind of goes along what we're talking about as far as business owners. 
owning and, and scaling things up to an, uh, a ceilingless level. Um, Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you think about Amazon? What's your, what's your general vibe from Amazon? What's, what's your feeling about that company? Who are they asking? Both of us? B- both of you. John, I'll let you go first. Okay. Okay, Amazon. It's a tough. It's a tough question. It's a hard question because I think there's so many different layers to it, and you break it down if you want to a little bit. Um, I don't want to like limit you to uh, to specificity. That's a good word. Joe Rogan vocabulary is what. uh, (laughs) Well, one hand, they provide a great service, right? Like you can order practically anything, and it'll come to your doorstep. That's great, but I feel like it does. There's there's ramifications for small business owners. Like I'm not like if you're gonna be buying like paper towels, right? Right. You're not going to be buying them from like the mom and pop store, like store on like LBI, right? So then there's, there's downstream there's ramifications to that. Multiply that across the United States. Is you can make the argument that Amazon's bad for for small business America. Do you think they're bad for their employees? Uh, they they can distribute the wealth a little bit more. <laughs> they seem to they I seem say, to have a rough reputation with that. They do, yeah. I mean, because like the, I think that it should be like people's earnings should be commensurate with like you know the, the total revenue as a whole, but that's not the case. Uh, this is a big anti Dick Rockets in Space uh, podcast. I don't know, uh, <laughs> folks out there should know that. But like, you have people like pissing in bottles and shit at Amazon, where it's like you know, I, I shit in a bucket during a uh, during a national crisis one time during Hurricane Sandy. But like, <laughs> that's not something that I plan to do on a regular basis. The fact that people have to work in warehouses doing things uh, similar to that. Distressing. All right, so let me let me chime in though as let me jump know, from a different perspective. So let me jump in here. So from someone who has shit in a bucket because of my profession, can't believe I'm saying that with people listening. <laughs> because, it's okay to admit. There's nothing wrong. Sometimes you know me. I have absolutely no shame. When it calls, it's just either you're gonna yeah. shit you right in your pants. Yep. Or you know what are you supposed to do? Or I'll be totally. You want you want to take this a step? Let's get jump away from Amazon for a minute. Um, you want to go a step further here? You you walk into a, a Wawa bathroom and it's absolutely disgusting, or you can go in a bucket in your own trailer. Bucket. Yeah. Bucket you can you can judge me all you want there. Yeah, we talked a lot about Wawa bathrooms on this podcast. Some, <laughs> are, some are cleaner than others. Some oh, are for sure. There's it's definitely the 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 last safe haven of public restrooms, but it's very hit or miss for sure. So that being said, like I I have a hard time because a lot of and this goes to the whole your own business versus working for the man thing that we were just discussing. I don't have this like, oh, woe is me. I don't necessarily at first like thought feel bad for the people who work for Amazon who have to do that stuff. But I do because like if I had to work for that rate and under those conditions, I fucking hate my life too. So I totally get it and I don't think it's right. And believe me, not a fucking Jeff Bezos fan at all. But what I am a fan of and I'm going to make some enemies here is fucking capitalism. You should be yeah. able to make as much money as you want, and you should have the freedom to disperse it how you want. I don't agree with what he does, and I don't agree with what a lot of big business does with that. That's why, like, as a small business owner, I take care of people who work for me. I take care of my subcontractors, and I would carry that through no matter how big I got. Like, it's a whole other argument of, like, whether Jeff Bezos is a good fucking person or not. Right. So, like, you could... You is could it a little di- creepy that he sat up in front of the, it, in front of the camera? He's a, he's a fucking alien. Right, he's a weird guy, He's right? a fucking alien. All right, so he's, but at the same time, he also had... He took the risk, and he had the idea, and he should be compensated accordingly for that. Exactly, but where is there... A, and this goes against what I just argued, but is there a limit on that? Like, should there be a point where I it's mean, like, hey, man, like, you should... You, when people say, though, that, like, oh, like, you know, he's a... He's worth, like, a 
think he's worth like two hundred billion dollars or something mm-hmm. like that. Like that's not like actual cash. No, it's in no, stock. no, no. That's right. just it's li- in, it's it's literally value. commensurate with the value of the company, of course. which is like all the first it's the idea, but then all the people under him that also helped to make to execute to turn that his vision into reality. Of course, there's a lot that goes into it. Oh, so, so I, yeah. it's a, that's a that's a loaded. But question. capitalism, that like they, capitalism rewards the people that have the ideas. Yeah, if you absolutely. have the idea, then and if you execute and if you hire great people, then you're rewarded more than anyone else. Absolutely, and that's the thing, and that's the biggest thing with like I've had people who've worked for me in the past who get mad that you're making all the money. How come you're only paying me 20 or 25 an hour? And it's like, well, you because, the, because you I took the risk. You took the risk. And the equipment is yours and you're putting t- the fuel and the insurance and the whole rigmarole. Exactly. You're and not I really t- making as much as they may, it appears sometimes. And that's the hard part. Right. But when it appears that you're making an, an, an insane amount is right. when people start to point fingers. And that's why it's weird because like the whole like Bezos, Elon Musk, the whole Amazon, you know, that whole thing, it's just an interesting conversation to have. It's, so it's, the question has been asked, did you receive a PPP loan during the pandemic? No. Did I? Yeah. No. You did not. I did not receive a PPP loan. Okay. You did get. Did you get assistance during the pandemic for your business? I got. I did not get any assistance until three months ago. Okay. There I was go. able to finally apply for the third round, and it had nothing to do with paycheck protect. Uh, sorry, paycheck, uh, paycheck, paycheck protection. protection had nothing to do with any of that. It was actually just that I was able to prove that I had months where I was unable to work, and I got a very small amount compared to most. A very small amount. Okay. okay. So almost there- insulting. A question and an answer. Um, so, like, it's interesting, though, the whole, like, corporate structure. We talked about this on the last podcast um, about, like, Wawa specifically about how their corporate structures worked out. And it's kind of the same thing where Wawa, though, they give, like, company stock. And that's something that Tesla does uh, where they are another company where the labor force is in the eye of the public as treated poorly. But the the, the recompense comes when Elon says, you know, we, we give them X number of shares of stock and they have liquidity in the company. And Which is... They are, they're working toward their own... The harder they work for the company, the more the company is worth, the more their individual stock is worth. And I understand that sentiment, but uh, I'm interested to see... I'm interested to get your takes on it. As in, is that a good thing or is a it, bad is thing? Is it a good thing? Do you think that's like a justifiable I mean, cause? it's better than not having no stock options at all. <laughs> I, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely more than the average I don't have business. I, I don't have stock forward. options for Wispus at all. Right. Well, you're a, right. I, I mean, I can I can purchase it via my 401k. But they're not given to you as part of your like salary or Correct. As, as part of your Correct. retirement. Correct. So, so, I mean, considering that's a, my situation, I mean, yeah, sure. Like I would... I'm all, I'm all, all for, for it. it as an addition as like maybe not as a sacrifice to like base pay or salary but as an addition to like your compensation absolutely I, I somebody in the chat says Wawa is the shit and I will uh, I will rebuttal with that that uh, after working at Wawa for five years Wawa is typically shit so um, I appreciate your enthusiasm but um, that's a great co- I mean Wawa's is they run it like a tight ship they right? do run a tight ship it's true yeah take it away guy so I have an experience with uh, one of my customers who had worked for Tesla. I don't know really? Exa- I don't know exactly know what he did. All I know is that his current job, he was a government subcontractor, and he did a lot of he did a lot of work with some sort of tech, something I know again nothing about, which is funny. Um, but he had worked for Tesla for thirteen months, and all I know is that the stock that he received, because it's it's given to you on a uh, like a release system, as the longer you stay, the more you get. Yep. Um, I, all I know is that the stock that he received in the amount of time that he was there for 13 months paid for the enormous renovation I did on his house 
plus it was going to put his kid through college. Wow. And he didn't work for them anymore. So, uh, you know, obviously he wasn't like a low-level employee of right, Tesla. Was... But then again, how many low-level employees at Tesla are there? I have no idea. I, neither do I. I can't speak on that. Chat. Somebody look, look, somebody look that up. Somebody look it up. Um, but regardless, he had, and again, this was when Tesla was doing, I mean, it's back up to doing some wild shit, but that was when, that was before the split, and then after the split, again, obviously, it didn't really make any now difference. It's like this, oh, now it's back, it's back up to, to like $700, right? Dude, I, saw, I was just looking at it today. But he, I, again, he had an enormous amount of money from working there for only 13 months, and again, nothing to do with his salary. That was just stock options that they gave him that he walked away with. Yeah. So you can make an argument that it's great. Or I'm sure there's some people that would say, no, working for someone like Elon Musk is horrible. Right. Which he obviously had some sort of say in because he was there for 13 months and he left because he kind of didn't like it. Right. You grind. People grind. Yeah. Do you think the um, – that noise is distracting me, uh, but I appreciate everybody who is subscribing uh, via Twitch right now. Um, it distracted me and I forgot what my question was, but now I remembered it. Um, of the billionaires though, should there be billionaires? Do you have a favorite billionaire? That's a good question. Do you have a least favorite billionaire? What, well, you to know? put it in context, you know how much a billion people don't know how much a billionaire actually is. Like how much they they don't have. A I'd love for you to explain it to us. So think of like a compare like a million to a billion is the same scale as one dollar to a thousand dollars. So people can relate to that. How okay. like, the difference between a one dollar and a thousand dollars so is the same as a million to, to a, a billion. billion. So what you're saying is going from being a millionaire to a billionaire isn't quantum leap. Of like what three orders of magnitude or two? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not as much as people think, is what you're saying? No, it's quite the opposite. It's quite the opposite. It's an incredible amount of money. Gotcha. It's an unbelievable amount of of, of wealth. And then also multiply that by let's say 150 because like well, yeah. it, because Bezos, Elon, Bill Gates, they're worth 150 billion plus. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Uh, Zach Zach said that there should only be one billionaire. It's the owner of the New York Mets, uh, Steve Cohen. Uh, Steve Cohen is one of my least favorite billionaires. Um, he uh, he deleted his Twitter after getting into an altercation with someone. Uh, it was real real soft baby shit type stuff. Uh, I was was not a fan. But to be a billionaire though is just a product of like the the value that you bring to the world. Right. It's At not that like point, you're walking around with a billion dollars in your you're bank. Not, no. There's a lot of assets and there's a lot of like property. Once you value get you and there's a lot of different things that goes into it. It's an up building wealth is an uphill battle. One, but once you get to like for like the average individual, like around a hundred thousand dollars, like in like like assets, that's when you start to take off. That's when it becomes easier and easier to build to use steamroll. So where does the value come from then? Because if the value of a billion dollars to a billionaire is not just cash in their pocket, what is it? Look at Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Right. Right? Like the just building that br the brand. It's intangible. Like he, he built the brand of the Dallas Cowboys to be the biggest name in all in all sports. I mean, he's the most valued. He's the the Dallas Cowboys are the highest valued sports organization in the world. Jerry Jones is a real fucking dick though. <laughs> <laughs> We're a big no fly Jerry Jones pod. He's a, he's a dick. He's a dick, but he you, looks you like can't deny the value that he brought to to quote unquote America's true, team. True. Well, quote unquote, quote unquote America's I think America's team. team is a strong description for that dumpster fire. It's like it's like an expensive dumpster fire of a of a football franchise. They haven't won. Well, it makes it even more impressive though. They haven't won a Super Bowl in twenty five years. And the team's worth, I think, five or six billion dollars. They the check compared to that. what it was. 
Compare and compare that to like the Patriots. I mean, right. The Patriots are still valued, but they're not valued as high as the Cowboys. Patriots have won how many Super Bowls in ten years? Right. And seven, whatever seven, it is, six or seven, something have, absurd, something like that. But the Cowboys are still valued more because of the intangibles it's of like the, the Cowboys brand. It's like, it's like the Knicks; they're a god awful, dog shit basketball team that are only now making uh, improvements with young players, and we hope that they have a wonderful season. Uh, but James Dolan, the owner, owns that team. They're the most, one of the most valued teams in the NBA, um, and they win. You know, three years ago they won ten games. You want to talk shit on James Dolan? I know it's your favorite. What is game. what is Coney saying in the chat about the Cowboys? Um, billionaire exploit. Get off sports. Go back to billionaires exploiting uh, the Waltons. <clears throat> the Waltons benefit from their workers on food stamps. I can't speak for. So the he's Waltons. thinking that we're trying to turn the conversation off the rails. I think. I think. Yeah. They. Who's your favorite billionaire? I, I don't have a favorite billionaire. I have a, I have a favorite billionaire. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Elon Musk is my favorite. I was going to say, I agree with you. Elon yes. Musk. Elon Musk. Just, and, it's, and it has really nothing to do with him being a billionaire. Just, just it has to do with Twitter. just him being a psychopath. Just, just, just his Twitter presence is my... is my Because uh, he's an engineer thing. first, businessman second, and that's what's important. He's also yes, he's also true. a space person. He's not from space this person. No, 100%. He's yeah, not He actually from. has a purpose for like the, all the assets that he's... Like, like all the assets, all like the Tesla stock, like, and his whole mission, his whole master plan mm -hmm. is to like... Increase the value of Tesla exponentially, which he's already done, but even more so to gain a enough assets to accommodate Mars. I mean, that's like his ultimate well, that's goal. A, that's what a lot of people don't realize that his ultimate goal is Mars. Yeah. Right. Everything he does, boring company, it's, whatever it may be, is all for all, that. Is all for that. Which well, is like, really interesting. I like this one question we just got asked, but uh, do you have a favorite billionaire or a least favorite billionaire? Well, favorite, I would agree with you. I'd say Elon, no, and no. it's really, I don't really, like you scoffed at it. Like, I agree. I don't really have a favorite. I really don't give a shit. I'm just here for the bands. I like. I like. But I'll like, tell you who my least favorite billionaire. Who's your least favorite billionaire? Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> really? For what, a lot. What motivates your? Give us a few. Gloss over it because I already know. I don't even need to go into it. It's, it's everything that has to do with him as of not about as it. of the last yeah. ten years that I don't like. Right. Right. He. he but you ever seen? Yeah, also, have you ever seen the video of him fucking jumping over a chair? I saw a video of him dancing on stage. Oh, at the well, that's Windows another one. Wait, it's him thing. that jumps over the chair, right? It's not Steve Jobs? I have no idea. Do you know idea. what I'm talking about? I do not. Oh, my God. I wish there was a way to pull it up quickly <laughs> because it is worth watching. It's an interview. Does, is <laughs> Elon know. No one gives a shit. Whatever. Is Elon an engineer or does he just employ engineers? He's, he's, an engineer. he's, he's, he's a legit. He has a, uh, I think he, you know, he has a bachelor's from UPenn like in physics. He's definitely an engineer. Sure. <laughs> I agree that he's also he an has valid he, credentials. You know, he didn't just create PayPal and didn't do these I, I, I can't read. I'm reading your eyes. I can't read the chat, and I don't know anybody in the chat, but I know they all know who I am. Yeah. And someone say fuck Bill Gates. Someone's with you. Yeah. Oh, there's, right. there's definitely people I'll do not you. like Bill Gates. I don't think. I don't think you're in the minority. Of, all, all I'll of say the, is that just I just appreciate you. I don't. Think I don't he, give a shit how much. I don't think Bill right. Gates is. I think he has a good heart and good intentions. See, so. I don't. I, I think, don't think, so? I think he's like a space alien, reptilian kind of guy. No, no, not even that. Not even that. The entire I, country. No, if anything, if there's anyone who's like reptilian, it's going to be Elon for sure. Right. But I, I don't. And I won't. Zuck. Zuck is my oh, least, Zuck oh, is my oh, least oh, favorite billionaire figure. He's up there. Um, he's definitely he's definitely something that like if you made him a jump scare in a horror movie, I'd shit my pants three or four times at once. <laughs> but but like, what about it. Bill Gates? Like, elaborate a little bit okay. more about why so Bill with, Gates without even, your disdain for him. without starting a whole fight because I'm not well, talking just, just I say, will just, not I'm just going to say we're not going to turn I'll this say, into a into no. off, an off the rails No, no, discussion. no. But what I will say and this has nothing to do with COVID. Nothing. Okay. I love the his, preface. His, the whole vaccine thing with him. 
Right. I don't in buy. General, I don't buy. It's something I don't, that he's had for a long time. A very long time. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy into it. I don't. He's a big. He's been a, a big vaccine guy, not just for the COVID no, 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 vaccine, right. for everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there's well, a that's lot helped of, a lot of people, especially in like the third world countries. It's also like, hurt a lot of people. Also, I mean, I, I can't. I, again, I didn't come prepared to speak about this, so <laughs> I can't give you any kind of legitimacy behind okay. anything I'm saying. But I I know for you know I, I've read things and I, I've read legitimate things, not just like bullshit Reddit threads. Right? I know. That I know that like there's the, some there's some sketchy shit that's gone on with him and. And again, and this is just let me let me yeah 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 all of them any of the billionaires I don't trust them I don't trust Elon I don't trust Jeff, trust Jeff Bezos I don't trust right. any of them I I really believe they're all up to some wild I think, shit I think once you get into that like echelon of financial success, exactly exactly you, you just exist on a different like plane of reality that's why like let's not let's not like get this wrong here I'm not like yeah Elon Musk is a is a fucking right you're saint not, you're not like no like, I don't any trust any of them so I, I just don't that, like Bill Gates more than the, any of the, the other strangest ones. thing with Bill Gates was that like when he like was doing the vaccine thing for COVID uh, and the news they did a news interview with him and they're like oh are you willing to like give this open source to other countries he was like ah, no not really yeah <laughs> that that to me was a little Wait, the COVID <laughs> what for the COVID vaccine yeah there was a 60 minutes interview or some type of like news interview where um, he wanted to like own the rights or the patent or the formula to some type of vaccination something and wanted people to pay for but he's not related things. to Pfizer or Pfizer Moderna none of that like he's like that's like a, it's a neutral third party let's see we just got sent a link through the chat Let's uh, let's do our first web page pull up of Ooh, the Alabama Rhinos or take the vaccine. That's true. I mean, you know, he's a uh, Trump can't control the monster he created. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> that, this. I didn't look at this article before. But uh, yeah, this kind of stuff happens. I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, I don't know. What, 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 I'm vaccinated, so I'm I'm good to go. I um, getting vaccinated was a choice for me uh, that. Just kind of made sense in my mind, but I understand. I've that. always well, I was biochem major at Stockton, so I, I've always been a champion of modern science, technology, and the the benefits it confers. Yeah, I, and I'm like, um, I had this discussion with people too, not to go too deep into the vaccination conversation because um, I feel like we're all really not that far off on how we feel. But like, um, if you believe in in the vaccine and what it does, and you believe in the scientific data behind it, um, you get vaccinated. And if you believe that the vaccine is going to somehow like alter your genetics or come through some kind of do something negative to your biology in some way, you don't take it. But for me personally, either you get the vaccine to not wear a mask. And if you aren't vaccinated, probably not a bad I mean, idea. Really, probably not a bad idea to wear a mask. To, to the people that are anti-vaxxers, I just, I'll challenge them and say that you have to really dive deep as to what exactly the vaccine is doing to your body. It's literally just giving the mrna vaccines are just giving you're, you're giving your body's instructions to create not the virus itself but the spike proteins in order to create the antibodies i just want to be very clear one more time the data suggests that the vaccine works and that is what i support because yeah. right. because your body is creating the antibodies to uh fight off and ultimately fight off infection this guy the, in the banana suit got covid got the cocoa and went down what would you all do what would you do but to like suggest so much that better me, is what you would do that's what you do i, I understand there's like there's reservations about how it's not fda approved and whatnot now it is fda approved but right before it wasn't fda approved i understand that and it's a novel vaccine is because it's like the mrna vaccine has never been created before and whatnot but the science is sound that it's not going to alter your genetics at least but if you have to do what's best for them right but i also challenge that notion of hey it's my decision my choice 
because it people say that oh it only affects me but that's not necessarily true because if you don't take the vaccine then you get covid the virus will mutate and then ultimately there might be a variant that comes of that such as the delta variant that could evade people evade um immunity that vaccinated people have so so do you, do you think the vaccine has like long-term effects for your children or for like your you as an individual because somebody asked um do you know what it could do in the future to you or your kids in the future and what it could do to them is there any science on it i don't think there really I don't, is at the moment i no. don't think there's any real scientific evidence from a a real scientific source that gives definitive answers to something like that um, and I don't think that it's fair for anybody to make assumptions or deliver information about that when I think we've only been I, doing I think that's speculate. I think that's speculation. I think that's speculation. Right. Yeah. I think there's a lot of speculation, but it's how can you how can you know what it will do in the future without being able to study? But I mean, the future my God, you, it's all about it. it Everything in life is a risk. You have to evaluate risk sure. versus reward. I mean, think about polio. I mean, imagine if people were hesitant to get the polio vaccine. Big yikes. Uh, we would still have polio. So you bet. But people balance the risk versus reward. Oh, like, you know, getting paralyzed from the waist down or take the vaccine and there could be possible complications down the road. People take the former instead of the latter. Right. The difference is with this one that we we now know after however long, 18, 19, whatever it's been, months, that COVID-19 is not polio. Right. So it's not nearly as dangerous, which is why I don't understand why there's such an, a fight about it. I'm not. I'm literally. I'm not gonna speak on this at all because I don't. Oh, I, gl I, 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 no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm literally. I told you I don't I know, want you, to because I'm gonna get heated for for reasons torqued. that I don't want anyone to even assume which way I fall on it. I right. just the whole thing as a whole. I'm just. I'm. I don't. I'm tired of discussing. I'm tired of hearing about. It. I don't mean to be a dick. I just. I'm just letting you know. I don't want to discuss it. Because I'll, I'll get heated. You, I know you for many heated. again, yeah. many yeah. reasons. Not just because. Not don't think I'm a fucking anti-vaxer. Don't think I'm crazy. I just there's a long, deep rabbit hole that I don't want to talk about. Uh, that's a that's a podcast from Matt Yospel, but yes, Matt, Matt Yospel doesn't leave his house or go anywhere except work <laughs> and party on boats with his uh, with his cool with new his boss. with his cool new boss work friends uh, that you know can't get in touch with that guy. John got up to read the chat. The chat is uh, if you are an audio only listener. This is one of the spiciest chats I've ever been able to create on behalf of my stream. I'm going to need some more of that. Sure. That's going to be a necessary. That's going to be a necessary thing. People are sending each other scientific articles in USA Today um, information, and uh, I'm. It's you know the show is designed for discourse, so I'm really I'm really actually. I'm really actually happy that people are able to conduct that in a, in a, in a civil way. Vaccines have been studied for decades, which is true, but this is the first time they're actually been studied, not studied, not implemented. Well, implemented, not studied, because this is the first oh, time. Oh, I'm, I'm saying right. off of that, off of what right. he's, he's saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying they've, they've been, been studied for decades. Sure. Yeah, but they actually this is the first time. This is like a mass experiment where they have actually been like, you know, implemented across the masses. Yeah. So there's a difference there. Right. I'm going to go get the hot dog started. All right. So we're going to take a little pause. We're going to shift gears. We're going to shove a hot glizzy boy in our mouths. We'll be right back. It's the Banana Land Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back from our brief break. We've got hot dogs in front of us now. John, thank you so much for your hospitality. We appreciate all the delicious eats. We had a delicious burger before. What kind of burger was it? It was a cheddar and... Bacon. Cheddar and bacon burger? Cheddar and bacon burger. With the big cheddar and bacon inside the burger. 
So while we were away, the chat really put some good ideas into our minds here about some some topics we could talk about. Uh, what's your favorite sausage? Get right into it. You like hot dogs? You like brats? You like Johnsonville? These hot dogs are pretty fucking good. I haven't taken a bite out of mine yet. You, are you kidding me? These hot dogs are unbelievable. I'm impressed. It's hot. That's a good fucking glizzy. Let's go. Let me hear it. Oh, it's actually hot. It is actually hot, yeah. I put the bun on the grill, so, because I wanted the cheese to melt. I will say this. John has an excellent cheese melt ratio. Mm. Big cheese guy. He's Big very good guy. at the cheese melt. And I am not good at that. My cheese either is bubbling or it's not melted yet. Yeah, this and is the perfect amount of melt. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very substantial level of melt, <clears throat> and I commend you for it. Um, Hard to achieve. Thank you. So we got some questions about Logan Paul. We were going to watch a Logan Paul fight. Have you seen any of that ridiculous stuff, um, John? Logan Paul. I feel like you're a real high society guy. You're not watching that fucking bullshit, right? I like a good fight. You Logan do stay Paul. up and watch the... Watch the uh, I'm more interested in his brother, because his brother is uh, talks a lot of shit. Jake Paul? I can't tell the difference between the two of them, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I, I don't think I can pick one over the other. I could hit them both in my car right now. I wouldn't be able to tell you which one was which. But I'll tell you what. They both are somewhat legitimate boxers. Like, formally trained boxers. Which is interesting. I don't like them. I don't like them either. You don't have to like them. Didn't one of them, like, get canceled years ago? Because of some, like, crazy thing he did? When suicide, they were still suicide Forest video. Suicide Forest was that Japan? Oh, bad, bad thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Freezing cold fucking... How do you come... That, that was when you couldn't come back from being canceled. Nowadays, you get canceled. You're fucked. That was way before our <clears throat> modern interpretation of cancel culture, in my opinion. It was definitely a different thing. Um, those hot dogs are so... So delicious. Um, it's a cheat. The cheese and the barbecue, like... That seasoning, unbelievable. The cheese, cheese on a hot dog, of course. Amazing. Nice job. Thank you. If nobody cares about, I like people obviously care about the Paul brothers, but um, I think they're just the biggest crock of shit entertainers since fucking, you know, since people were ripping ripping people off in the 1900s at circuses. Problem they're, is, they're, they're clowns, and I don't, I don't think they're legitimate entertainers. I understand they have a following, but like fucking, you know, you can girls' feet on OnlyFans have followings now, so that's what I kind of equate. But their what, but brand what, of uh, entertainment too. But what makes anyone a legitimate? So like they're not entertainers, but someone else with a following on YouTube is. I just I just don't feel that they're. You just don't like. Them. I just don't like them. I'm, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get defensive here. I don't like. I don't really give a shit either. I just don't. But feel I their don't, Brand of entertainment is. It's just not your style. It's just not my thing, and I think it's just a crock of shit. I mean, they got a lot of fucking money. Oh God bless them. But that's what so that's what I'm saying though. Like you gotta at least respect it. Get your bet. I respect. They're fucking crazy. I respect the fact that they've been able to figure out the system in. A way that they can profit for themselves, but that's about as far as I take it. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I have no, like, allegiance to them, so I don't care. But I just wanted to argue with you. Any boxing match with Andy Ruiz would interest me. That is that is something that I would like to... I'd like to see a, a, a Ruiz-Joshua fight again. First mm -hmm. But I know Matt Cox will speak more about the UFC stuff. Maybe we'll have him on in the future to do a, a UFC pod. Uh, then we can just rebrand the entire thing, the Joe Rogan podcast, just the, the banana, the banana, yeah. Do a fight companion. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do the MMA fucking version of the podcast. Um, what did we say we were going to talk about? Sausage. Sausages. Chorizo. Have you ever had it? No. 
Get to have maybe I have ice. Top tier sausage. Hard to call it sausage. It's technically sausage, but it's a it's a Spanish or or, or Portuguese or Mexican. There's a lot of different types of chorizo. I don't know. I can't. I can't. Like I, that's a different category for me. And this is you're gonna you're gonna go one step further. Bratwurst, German sausages, which are the OG sausages, if you right. will. You need well, to go like a German butcher for that. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I'll even take that a step further. Like that's a different sausage for me. Like bratwurst in German, like like knockwurst, that type of meat, different than like the traditional like Italian sausage, mm. different from like a Spanish chorizo. I don't. I'm all, I'm all over the place here. I can't pick one. Is what I'm getting at. I like them all. I like all. I just food. love sausage, dude. There's no food that I don't enjoy. Like I think like. You could name a hundred foods, and I think I could enjoy every one of them. Check the box on most of them for sure. Even like the most disgusting things. I was watching a video today where they were eating pickled pig's feet in a jar. I've had pickled pig's feet out of a jar before, and I don't hate it. Okay, I've had tripe before, and I don't. You gotta go an eclectic butcher to get that like that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Those are things that you You have and taste, and they're like like a verge of vomit. But you know you. You enjoy it in that moment, and then you know you'll never eat it again. And if you do, it'll be for money. So that's how you know you'll enjoy it the next time. I'll try anything once. I always say that. I yeah. say that. I'll, I'll try anything once. once. That's it, man. Like when people are like, "Oh, yeah, I don't like that," and you go, "Oh, you have you ever had it?" And they're like, "No." Well, then you're lying. You're lying. Right. Chances are you may not like it, but how do you know? So are you allowing the chat to dictate the conversation moving forward, or are you going to direct course? Are we gonna talk about? Are we doing like an active Q and A session? Um, we were doing an active Q&A session, but people have kind of vacated the chat, so we're just going to kind of continue. What happened, what happened uh, to the core um, pundits? We're going we're gonna to continue on without them. Is a hot dog a sandwich after our little, uh, after our little hot dog? You tell me. Uh, would that qualify? I believe a hot dog is in a league of its own. That hot dog? That hot dog especially, but all hot dogs in general. Yeah, hot dog is not a sandwich. There's definitely tiers of hot dog. Like, there's ballpark hot dog. There's whatever this was, which is its Deeks. own new category. Deeks. That was like... No, yeah, it, the John Sokol special fucking hot dog is what this was. It was delicious with the, the bar- Trader Joe's... Barbecue seasoning plus the cheese plus the brochi bun, hot dog bun. Brochi bun. Brioche bun. Brioche bun. All right. Everything, all the magic comes together, man. All the magic comes together with the brochi bun. Brochi bun. Um, I love that. Yeah. You seem like you're at a loss. I am at a loss. I really am. I really didn't know where the direction was going to take us after the break. What were we talking about? We're talking about billionaires, right? We're talking about free free market capitalism. And uh, we were talking about all those kinds of things. Apparently, the only reason that people were in the chat was to talk about COVID. Yeah, they all left after that. They all left? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not... I can't get behind that. They're they're, they're big... um, They're big, you know anti one percenter guys though like they're they um you know they want their fair share of you know of the work that they perform to make other people wealthy or contributing to other other people and you know they don't like that there's like such inequality which i think is a problem to a certain extent yeah i think it's a i think it's a big problem um today i think it's getting it's the worst problem like the income inequality um when I go into Philly, like I, I really notice it. It's mm-hmm. like it's, it's Kensington like, is getting strike is, is a bad area. No, it's right. always been it's always been tough, but it's it's even worse now than it's been in the past. There is a uh, I'm I'm, pl- I'm placing bait there. Um, there's a TikTok account specifically dedicated to like the Philly hood. Is yeah. what it's called on TikTok. The Philly hood. But it's really sad to like see some of the people that are just you know they need they obviously need some kind of intervention. 
and uh, it doesn't seem like it's on the horizon right now. No. You lived there for how long? A year. I, I've been working there though since April 2019. Was a year enough to live there? Well, it was during COVID, so I, I would love to live there right now. You know, it's like pop. I mean, even though there's still some restrictions in place, you know, it's not as bad as it was in December. In December, when I was when my rent was up, I was like, you, you couldn't, you can only get takeout. That's it. I'm like, what am I? What what's the, what's the point? Well, am yeah. I gonna live here to get to get takeout <laughs> and sit in my room and by myself and eat? <laughs> eat the best quality sushi uh, you know you can find. <laughs> you lived in the same building as one of the highest quality sushi restaurants I've ever eaten. Really? Absolutely. Yeah, bar. We'll take you there one time. I'd, I'd like to go. It's, it's amazing. I'm a big sushi guy. Very nice, like ambiance. Very good ambience. food. Excellent liqueur. Japanese liqueur. <clears throat> I miss it a lot. Mm. I really do. I, I miss it. I, but you know what? It's like one of those things where, like, when I'm there, I miss here. The shore. When I'm here, then I miss Philly. It's like no I, I can never, I can never be happy. No part of me that like actively wants to like remain in here and i know you're a big move out of jersey guy yeah for the most part there's really nothing that keeps me well you have everything that you can ever want right in new jersey you have the beach you have your and you're a stone's throw away from new york especially philly dc and the beach and atlantic city what more can you absolutely want other than the fact that the cost of living here is significantly more expensive that is a giant driver It's all relative, though. I mean, like here, I mean, it's less expensive than Philadelphia. So, like, I'm successfully done geographic arbitrage where I have been able to, like, get an income that is meant for the city and then migrate over here, down here. True, but let me make let me every other city that's ever existed. You are part of the problem, John. Well, Well, in all seriousness. To a degree, by and please don't take this personally, but by you buying this house in this market that's higher than ever in this area, you've contributed to the driving driving cost of this area will never go back to being normally priced. Uh, Again, I'm not no. no, That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Believe me, man. I mean, I'm I'm, real estate is my thing, so I I, I will be. I'm all about it, but it's crazy. It's crazy. It's interesting. If I was in a position to buy a house and I was living with my uncle and my parents. I would probably have purchased a household. <laughs> Considering I'm currently living with my parents as well. Yeah, that must be a wild thing, though, that you were a homeowner, and then you sold your home, you purchased a rental property, and now you're back at home. You want to talk about the grind? Well, I, that's you're it. the guy to talk hey, baby. about. That's it. You know. It sucks. So how, mu- how much... Uh, you, you're probably not at liberty to say this on the pod, but like, I would love to know like about how... Numbers? I'll share numbers. Okay. Yeah, like, so like, how much are you... Ma- how much in net profit are you making after your mortgage payment for the home that you're renting out? So let me go back a little bit just to give you a bigger sure. picture. So I bought my house on Forecastle in Ocean Acres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. April of 2019. Okay. I owned it until October of 2020. Mm-hmm. I bought it for 201. I nice. sold it for three sixty five. Dude, it's solid. It's solid. After Appreciate after it. expenses, yeah. I walked away with about one hundred and fifteen in my pocket. Yeah, put bills. that into the house in Tuckerton. Mm-hmm. I purchased the house in Tuckerton, believe it or not, for three sixty five. Mm-hmm. Almost exactly, not if not exactly, almost to the number yeah. of what I sold my house for. But obviously, you know, down payment, blah blah blah, whatever. So down there, I have four units. Uh, each unit takes in something slightly different. Like I said, I had renovated one of the units. I'm getting more for that unit now. Is it a duplex? Like a it's quadplex. It's four, quadplex. Four units. 
Yep. Wow. Yep. Technically, like because it's a quadplex, I fall into the have to have a commercial sprinkler system. Like yeah. have to have it, uh, you know, like inspected by the state every five years. Like really? it's basically a commercial building. So that's more expenses. It's a two, it's a yes, hundred and fifty well, year old commercial building though. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Close to one hundred fifty. It was eighteen ninety ish. Kind of old. Kind of old. Kind of old. What's the spookiest old. thing you've seen in that house? Ghosts. You got ghosts. No. Nah, right? No ghosts. You guys no believe ghosts. in ghosts? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spir- spirits. Yeah, yeah. And now I'll say it on the podcast. Ghosts are a crock of bullshit. Oh my god! Here we go. With you with dead people? Let's just Sal, Sal. Let's let's continue on the. So don't go. All right. Not go down All right. Hold on. Wait, 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 we will talk about ghosts We're in a minute. Let me just die. Let me just quickly finish. Don't direct, you're supposed to be. <laughs> are you, you're supposed to be keeping the podcast on course. John. Max is just talking about the. John, <laughs> do you have a podcast? This is banana land. That's how it Let's works. Let's not talk That's about what you were saying. No then one's we're interested talk about... in talking about ghosts. We're talking about his. <laughs> we're gonna fucking we're talking about his numbers guy. on his rental First property, guest right? Ever to get muted during the podcast? Wow, it would be John. Kick you from the group right now. Um, no, I'll t- finish what you were saying. I'll talk about ghosts, we'll talk- but anyway, so four units as a total, they bring in what is my number? It's up now forty eight hundred a month. My mortgage. My mortgage. I'll give you this number. Forget about the the fine details. I take home after all expenses. I mean, mortgage, taxes, insurance, um, withholding, 10% vacancy I withhold. Um, Just everything that you need to do to do this right, I do. And then I, you know, any, you know, I pay gas and electric for my tenants just because that's the way it works. So that's included in their rent. So after all said and done, all expenses. And, I, and like I said, I mean everything. I'm not giving you a bullshit number. Yeah. I walk away about 2,400 in my pocket monthly. Wow! So it's for a first time deal, which it was me and my wife's first time deal. Unbelievably lucky. So the fuck are you doing living at home then? Saving money, man. <laughs> the grind. I love it. Saving money. Wow. Believe me, I don't want to be home. My roommate. Right. My roommates suck. Right. <laughs> There's like a 90% chance my so mom's listening really, to this. But pretty much, you're seeing it for a down payment now at this point. Exactly. I had a, a little bit of debt to pay off right. um, just because of the way everything worked out when I, I I dumped, dude, like dumped money into my house. at the Because when we realized what we had going on, when we realized like this crazy market, and the crazy thing is if I held it for another five months, I probably would have got another, I probably would have gotten over four for it, which yeah. is fucking insane. My house, that house I had in, on Forecastle that I sold was built in 75. Mm-hmm. So like old house, obviously everything I did, we made it brand new. But You're just cr- crazy that you would get a house that was built in Ocean Acres in 75 would go 400 is pushing. For Ocean Acres, that's high, man. But dude, it's, oh, it's high. more than that now. Have you said, I don't know if you looked. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Ma- absolute the... madness. Absolute madness. Some some houses, like my parents' house, built in the 90s. Um, Half a million know, dollars. Close to. They probably get close to five for their house. Built in the 90s. And, and not updated. Like needs kitchen, bathrooms, floors. Absolute madness. Lived in Crazy. house. But anyway. Um, Very lived in. So, you know, got good money for it. We're, what were we saying? We were talking about, I don't even know where we were. We, we were going somewhere with that and I lost it, so. I was just asking about your number. Uh, no, I know, but there was something I was saying specifically, but I lost it, so. Either way. It, great investment. Um, oh, you were saying living at home, saving money. That's, I had a little bit of debt to pay off because, gotcha. like, that money that I made basically went, because on a, on a, it's not it's not a commercial loan, but since it's four units, it's looked at differently. Mm. You're not allowed to put twenty; it's twenty five percent because it's investment property. Yep. So that it was a, it was sucks. a so it was a big chunk. Like I basically everything I made you went also, directly to that. You also got probably got a shittier rate too, or a not so good rate. Um, not as so. Here's the crazy part: not as good as 
like what it would have been if I bought a single family, mm -hmm. but because the rates were so crazy friggin' low that I got an unbelievable rate considering it's a four family unit. So like basically, let me start bring this back in, our conversation back in. We're going, we're in the weeds here, but like, there's a ramp up. Like if you do, if you save enough for a down payment for like a rental property, then you can make, uh, your you can charge for as much for rent, um, to cover your mortgage and then some. And then once you save enough, then you can buy another one. Exactly. And then it, it snowballs. And so eventually where that's the idea. you're completely financially independent, self-sufficient. Financial freedom. Bing, bingo. I that's learned, the easiest, that's the fastest way, real estate. Absolutely, 100%. If you're someone in any of our position, yeah. the quickest way to a true financial freedom where you do not have a nine to five and you have more money than you need to pay for all your needs and all your wants is real, real estate. estate. Real estate. 100%. Do people have more money than they need? It's a good question. More, more money, money than you need. need. Yes, is... Jeff Bezos. I don't. <laughs> I need all the money that I make. But like, think about it. I mean, you're getting profit. Plus, they're like your tenants are paying for your property taxes, which you're getting all the write-offs for, mm -hmm. and you're they're paying for your equity on the home. Yep, right. which is incredible. It's 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 literally <laughs> it builds equity. And the crazy thing is, I would have been able to. And I, this is a little, just to share this, not that I'm sure anybody is in this position or gives a shit, but a little thing that I learned that I didn't realize. When you go to do a, like a HELOC, like a home a home equity line of credit or yeah, like a, a, ca it's a cash out refi on a income property, as soon as you're over two, I'm sorry, as soon as you're over three units, so three units and up. Mm -hmm. So you can do it on a duplex or less. The loan to value ratio is right. different where you can pull out a good amount of money. Mm -hmm. As soon as you're three units or more, it's so low that unless you have an enormous amount of equity, you can't pull out enough. So I was oh. planning on doing that, pulling the equity out of it, because I have, I have in theory, a good amount of equity at that higher percentage. So you want a home equity line of credit to buy your home. Exactly. Like I would pull, oh. I would pull out, in theory, if it were that, that number that I'm speaking of that like isn't true, I would have been able to pull out almost 60,000 of this house that I bought eight months ago. And I would have been able to jump right into something else, whether that was another multifamily or another single family home that I was going to flip, whatever it may be, or just a home to live in, whatever it was, that was the is plan. Is there like, I've heard that's like, taking out a home equity line of credit is risky. So you don't want to do home equity line of credit. So for what I'm talking about is it's technically a HELOC, but it's a cash out refi. So you're refinancing and you're pulling the cash out. So you're actually just borrowing your own money that you don't technically need to pay back okay. monthly. Okay, gotcha. So it's your, it's your, you're borrowing against your equity, equity yeah. but you're not increasing your monthly payment. Right. It's interesting. It's when you pay it back. When you, you pay, pay it back when you sell the house. But the problem, the the oh, the, the luxury okay. for someone who owns a four family, I'm never going to sell that house. house. I would have to be on the street right now to sell that to house. Sell like house. I would have to have nowhere to live and, and not being able to eat to for me to be like, okay, I'll put that house on the market. There's it, it literally added thirty five. Mm, that's a lie. Thirty thousand dollars a year to my income without me doing a I, damn thing. A that's damn incredible. Thing. Now let me let me be honest. To get there, I did a lot of fucking things. Right. When I when I was with you, do, when you were working on those, uh, when you were working on your house, well, on dude, you castle. demoed my kitchen with I did. me. I, I paid you to demo my kitchen that day. You saw how much fucking work went you, into that you, house. I mean, I think it's it's going back to that conversation of like working 50, 60, 70 hours a so, week, sweat equity, where it's just it's you have to do that if you want to get to that place and if you don't want to do it you have to find another way to do it exactly and not like i've always said this to you like as somebody who would like to have a, a a future plan for themselves like i would love to do the things where it's investing in real estate but it's not doing it that way it's doing it that way the way john operates where he has the he has the intellectual equity to know his value in a different way in a different skill set to 
get that money to be able to put into different um, yeah, it's, it's potential, like... potential investment properties. I just don't want to fucking knock walls down. That's just my that's my personal yeah my, my personal my, two cents my uncle, on it. My uncle's you know? always like, oh, like you know, people who like buy investment properties are good. They're handyman. They're good with like they not can always. Do it them, oh, they can oh, do not, it themselves. Not and, always. More times than none, they're not handyman. Correct. They're people like you who would right. pay someone like me to do the work to do the work. Right. Which exactly. is smart, but it takes longer. Right. And, and I have no, and I and, and I'll be totally honest with you. I have no patience. I, believe me, I would love to like not break my ass, do it the way where it's like I just work my normal job, I'm done at five o'clock. And, and by normal job, I mean run my business. Right. But like when I was doing that, I was running my business and then coming home and running myself into the ground until midnight. It's right. Like, it was work and then work. And, and listen, and, and like no, like, like I loved it. I still do. What is he doing? I don't know. He's got ice cream. Oh my god, John, I'm moving in. I love it. Oh my I love goodness, it. gracious. So like again, like the whole working 80 hours a week thing, like you do it cuz you love it, not because you have to. The people that right. do it cuz they have to, then you get into the whole inequality thing. Do you if think people do you think people point. are who are like impoverished and don't work 80 hours a week are like doing a disservice to themselves or do you think it's just well don't work 80 hours a week do they work 40 hours a week what, do you, do, what do you mean by impoverished well you look at like the the, the crisis at frito-lay right now where every frito-lay um factory is on strike right now nationwide don't know, I, I don't know anything about that so yeah, those people were not making a livable wage working over 40 hours a week um, what is a livable wage? Where? What part of the country? I mean, like, there's you know, like, I'm, I'm, there's I'm like, not expecting you like to answer nine, that. I'm just the saying, biggest one was in like Alabama, and people were not able to make a livable wage in Alabama. That I, seems difficult to not be able to make a livable wage, wage in that Alabama. Was the same, like, <laughs> what were not, they paying them eight dollars an hour? Well, I, I honestly like. I, I mean, maybe. I I'm joking, but maybe. I think that could be, could have been the reality down there, and that's like the same thing with the coal miners down there as well, where they were um, protesting outside of Black Rock in Manhattan, where you know these guys were in negotiations for like 89 days or something. It was the longest coal miner strike in history. Um, I love that we're getting ice cream. Um, <laughs> talking about coal miner strikes and eating ice cream, the, just the biggest oxymoron that's ever existed in at one space at one time. Um, but it's incredible, though, that, that those kinds of things exist where it's like, okay, like how do those people, how do you beat that? So, I, I you know, do you put more hours in? Do you... Take a step back. Do you reevaluate your career goals? Do you, as an individual, uh, what is the environment around you? You know, do you have the support of people in your community? Do you, do you feel like that's a good thing to do? Like, I, there's a lot of variables that happen. John, you are just the most gracious the host. Those are pretty cool cups. I like them. Um, Thanks, sir. You Appreciate welcome. it. You sure? This is really just more about eating than podcast. <laughs> yeah, who cares about the poor people yeah. in Alabama? Fuck it. Oh. No, for real though, that's an interesting, like, you're right, like, obviously, like, being born into a situation in a part of the country, and you can make that argument, I mean, that's the biggest, that's the biggest argument here, is like, how much of it's luck, how much of it is, if you want to call it privilege, I don't, I'll call it luck, I don't want to call it privilege, I'll call it luck. What do you want to call it privilege? Because I don't think it has anything to do with being, pri sure, privilege is another word for it, but it's luck, I was lucky, so were you. Yes, a lot of us are lucky. Absolutely. I'm lucky that we're anyone, anyone in the chat who may disagree with me on that. There's nobody in the chat. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> They've all abandoned. COVID-19 was fake. <laughs> Jeffrey, Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Biden didn't really win. Well, well, every, while everyone's away. <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Everybody was here to fucking attack me. 
I'm calling everybody out. Nobody was here to attack. Oh, they 100% were. They were not here to attack you. Absolutely. They were here to ask legitimate questions. Legitimate? And you were here to give legitimate answers. Anyway, I'm sure some people would agree with me on that, but I don't like to call it privilege because, uh, listen, like this, yeah, privilege, sure. Okay, it's another word for luck. It's I, I just call it luck because right. to me it's luck. I, I think we're all lucky that we were born in the United States of America and we're not j- clinging to planes in Afghanistan right now to escape the Taliban. Right. That's fucking luck. That is such an... I, I try not to go too deep into it because I don't... I'm not going to pretend to understand that situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not at all. I'm but not going to pretend to understand I tr- it either. I but. try to, like, put myself... To think about putting myself in that, in that person's frame of mind. And it's impossible. And it's, like... It's so... It's so insane. It's to, literally... To see it happen. It looks like... It looks like something directed by Michael Bay, and it <laughs> and it looks like just this out of control nightmare situation that only could exist in Hollywood, and that's a testament to like how lucky we are here mm-hmm. to be able to do things. And by no means is things are things perfect here, but when when you see things like that on you know mainstream news and in and in the media, um, I think you just gotta like take a minute and step back and go like oh holy shit like 100% like let's let's fucking mm-hmm. let's fucking uh, <laughs> half chocolate half vanilla look to the cookie only only some will get the reference I missed it sorry are you ever watch Seinfeld I'm a fan of Seinfeld but I'm not a fan you know like what, you. do you really want to fight right now <laughs> no, um, Seinfeld's one of the funniest sitcoms ever uh, I agree friends, I don't, I, friends not no, funny friends is garbage Friends, Say it one more time. Friends is gar. If you're a fan of, now nah, I'm gonna stop there because I was gonna say something very insulting. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're a friend of, if you're a fan of Friends, just hop out the chat. If you're a fan of Friends, you don't have brain cells. What? Oh my goodness! Uh, just as smooth as River Rock. Hmm. Um, it's a it's it's Turkey Hill vanilla and chocolate ice cream for those wondering. It's good um, ice cream. Ghosts though. Mm. I'm getting back to the ghosts. Do they be real? Do they be real and do they be spoopy as hell? <laughs> is it one spoopy, two spoopy, three spoopy, or four spoopy? Or is it scary spoopy skeletons? Spooky scary skeletons. Remember that? I do. You were big on that last year when you were working for me. Big spooky. That's a Nick Raymond uh, thing. He's a big He's a big spoopy boy. Spoopy. Spoopy boy. Love it. Um, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, for sure. 100%. In what way? Um... In the the I'll I'll pretty t- sure this house is haunted. <laughs> it probably is. It's old as shit. What makes right? you say that though? This house is haunted. Have you seen any ghosts yet in your job? You will. <laughs> you really think so? No. Listen. Have you ever seen a ghost? Yeah. Honest to goodness. Yes. Absolutely. Hundred percent. What condition? My grandmother in my house. Hundred percent. Do you think people are more likely to see ghosts of folks that they know? No. Especially close relatives, you don't think? Yeah, so? Yeah, okay, maybe in general more likely, but I don't think that's I don't think it happened because I'm not just like I'm not some like like non like what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not like a blind believer. Like I'm very skeptical of that stuff. Right. You, you know, I'm not very religious in my right. adult life, so like I'm not like this like blind believer of something because it's like oh the afterlife and they're here to protect me. It's like no, I just believe that your soul is made up of something, something that we don't understand even with modern science. We don't understand. Con- We've talked about this before on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't understand consciousness. No. Like even the smartest people in this world really still don't have a grasp on it. So to me, it's like. To say yes, definitely, when you die, that's the end of you, and your your matter doesn't go anywhere. It 100% does. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. It changes. You know who ruined ghosts for me was Matt Cox. Um, <laughs> All right, tell me why. When, um, when him and his dad decided to claim that Edwards Middle School was haunted, and they, <laughs> <laughs> they went through the whole thing, and it was on TV, 
And uh, I remember looking at the picture on Matt's phone up close in person after the show had aired. <clears throat> and I said to myself, um, that's some light hitting some dust. <laughs> and uh, after that, it was just I, I was totally disenfranchised with the idea of uh, the supernatural. You let one event dictate how you feel about an entire spectrum of things. Was, do I? There was so much fanfare. You do, just in general. I'm not, there was so much fanfare with the Everett School, though. Well, people really thought that place was haunted. So I don't know anything about what you're speaking about, but... It was, it was an, it's an elementary school in Barnegat that people... Swear they, they swear. They swore up and down that it was haunted. Yeah, up see, I'm, sideways. I, I'm not really about the, like, people swearing about shit. Like, like I'm never going to, like... I'm not going to be, like, ride or die, like, yeah, ghosts are real. It's like, I just, like, personally, like, I believe, like, would spirits, you, Would demons, you go to a, a medium? Thing. Would you go to a medium? I have really interesting... Because I've had some experiences that are not firsthand with that where I've had somebody that I know and trust wouldn't lie to me, go to a medium and have some interesting things said that are very, very true about me that no one would be able to, to predict. Very interesting. I went to a, uh, a psychic once with Amanda and um, I just think it's a crock of shit. Oh. It's just... A psychic, I think, is different than a real medium. A medium that can read what's going on and can speak to the afterlife is different than a psychic who's going to read your palm. How do we like connect with that, though? How do those people... How? What is the ability that they have that we don't? Where don't, it's like, if I sit with my legs crossed for long enough with enough candles on in my fucking house, no, no, is my great-great-grandpa going to That's the, that's the, the problem. You're, think, you're thinking of the psychic, the people who do tarot cards and read your palms. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Charlatans. 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 Fuck them. Tell them. Uh, what do you want me to tell them? They suck. It's bullshit. They're, the fucking, a, they're taking people's money on the boardwalk. Fucking of, nonsense. A lot of psychics <laughs> listen to this podcast. Do they? <laughs> Doubt it. Doubt it. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but like I, I could never get behind the idea. And I understand people look, see comfort in those kinds of experiences, um, especially traumatic experiences. But I... Um, you know, I don't, should, know, I don't know. I don't know what he did. What we should do? A séance, right on live on podcast. No, we. Should, I don't know what that means. Was like that ice cream is like a step above? It that was ice cream least, was actually really good, and I don't know why. The least bland flavor of ice cream I've ever had. I think I'm, all, I'm a traditionalist. I, ice cream. I do like. There's something about just going the OG vanilla chocolate. But it tasted better than it was turkey creamy. Ice cream. It was really good. Yeah, Tur I mean, Turkey Hill's good. Don't get me wrong. You know why it tasted good? Because I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> That's very sal of you to say. Oh my God. My no, you know what we should do? You should have a medium, like a legit medium. On not the a pod. You should have come on and like read. Like you should have multiple people in the room and have him or her read them. Well, you heard it here first. If anybody knows a medium that would be willing to come on a podcast and peddle their uh, their charlatan <laughs> charlatan nonsense uh, live for me, um, I would love to be proven wrong. I genuinely would. I, if I was, I, I say that I don't believe in it because I've never had a personal experience with it. So if maybe I did. I would, uh, my opinion would change. Ooh. All right, so there's one more big thing I want to dive into here. The reason we're really all here for. Which is what? John wanted to shadow you as a member of the blue collar community. I do, yeah. Do you really want to? Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, I would like to capture that on video if that ever Ooh. comes to fruition. <laughs> Wait, we should, we should do this. Um, yeah. I think it would be just some of the most Unbelievable! I'll take a day off work. I'll take I'll take a day off work to do it. I mean, I'll, I'll pay you. All right, that's good. What would you? I mean, I'll, I'll give you a certainly a reduced, uh, you know, a, 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 a pro, I'll give you I'll give you an apprentice rate. You're gonna get an apprentice rate. <laughs> apprentice rate? rate? Oh Jesus! But but it'll be cash. Okay. Let's ask this question. What's what the apprentice rate? Fifteen bucks an hour. Fifteen an hour. <laughs> when was the last time you picked up a hammer? 
Wow. I, I mean, I mean that the fifteen dollars an hour is commensurate with my experience. So fair enough. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your experience in life. It has to do with your experience in the construction it's world. Fair enough. So, right. and that's always the way it goes in any industry. But what experience do you hold that you feel is valuable in the blue collar construction world? <laughs> None. <laughs> but that's why I'm. That's why I'm doing the, to learn. I'm doing it to learn. It actually would probably be beneficial for you, even just a day. Yeah, I bet you you would pick some shit up. How often do you do jobs like LBI, like all the time? Um, believe it or not. LBI, not that often. Really? Most mm-hmm. of what I do is Manahawkin. Okay. Um, depends. I mean, listen, I go all over. I was working in Red Bank for the last four months. Oh, wow. But that's not, that was a fluke. Like, I'll go anywhere if the job's worth it. Um, but mainly, I'm local, but not on LBI as much as you would think. I remember you did a couple of jobs with Max when you were working for him on LBI, Yeah, right? uh, we did uh, those rubber ties. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. She's a, she's a repeat customer of mine, actually. Yeah, I, have, I have some work coming up there. We did some small things All right. There, I mean, we'll do that. Like, it'll be local, right? Yeah, well, de- definitely local, but I think if, if, we're, if you're serious, what we should try and do is plan a day, and I'll plan a day specifically with where you'd be with me, Okay. where we would do something that would be worth your while. while right because yeah. believe me there are plenty of days I actually that want to contribute yeah actually if you're paying me i want to contribute i want sure. <laughs> but but more or less i think it would be i think it would be a good experience for you i think it'd be fun funny and if you're serious you could come i, would have so I think it would be I would, good content. i would tag along as content creator only well have you, but you don't have a lot of vacation days left though right i have zero vacation days left but how are you gonna on a weekday how are you gonna uh, we'll make arrangements um <laughs> yeah let's I, do it I, I if you're serious, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% serious. Full send. I, I would love to see John... Um, like next month. Like yeah, sure. Remove a bathroom wall, like a tile. That's what I'm saying. Um, it, it, a good day for you would be like a... A demo. A, a demo, demo and maybe some slight reconstruction because you're, you're going to get a feel for some of the shittiest things that have to go Just on. let me know like what day is in September. Like Probably be like preferably middle of September. Okay. Are you better on like Fridays or would you rather do like middle? Friday actually would be pretty I good. I feel like Friday would be better because then you kind of, even though, even though you'd be working, like you're kind of like, you're getting a longer weekend because you're not like, you're, it's not your normal job. It's kind of, let's be honest, it'll be kind of fun for you. Week, sure. Fridays are very light. Like Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays for me at New Lane are very heavy. You know so. what the, the best part about the construction industry is that you'll always eat well. Uh, for lunch, especially in Soraya Construction. Um, Soraya Construction, once upon a time, used to be called What's for Lunch Construction Company. Um, <laughs> That's that, it. Those were the best days. That's those, a true story. Yeah, when your dad was just What's for Lunch? Yeah, Gourmet Deli. Gourmet Deli. What, are we, what are we closest to that has some of the best food around? That's where we're Remember going the for hot lunch. dog place we went to in Lazy? Why are there not more hot dog specific restaurants? <laughs> wow, back to hot dogs. Love I just am not understanding. Like, um, because I Dewey's feel... Dewey's Dogs was the was the Dewey's place. Dogs was good. Not as not as good as the old Uncle Eddie's that used to be on Route Nine next to the Wawa in Lacey. That gentleman I heard passed away. I'm sh- I'm no not there. not surprised if that's the case because he was very old. And his his children, the, apparently the town didn't give them the option to pick up the because, license. Yeah, to be a vendor because he, he was a be veteran. A he was a veteran. Uh-huh. A lot of the towns will only give those those like where you see them parked on the side of the road to veterans. Really. I never knew. I don't. And I don't. Know I don't. And I don't that. think it carries over. There's no like grandfathering in there. Right. It's like if if you're not if you're not a veteran, it doesn't matter if you're his son. Were you a veteran? No. no right. Then no, sorry, no, that it ends there. Because otherwise, then it would never end. All you have to do then is have one veteran, and so, then it'll, you could just oh yeah. oh yeah, I'm passing on to my cousin. Like right. They have to end it. Right. 
I think that's why. I could be totally fucking wrong. It, it's it's kind of it's kind of fucked that they don't let vendors like do business. On <sighs> is the it though? Is it or do you want to see? Because because if they allowed it, you would see a parade of people selling fucking jackets, and it would be like when you're on the beach in Mexico, they'd be attacking you. I guess, but like that's like the dude who sets up with the with the Trump paraphernalia now on the side of seven. Yeah, well, like why is that allowed? Like, yes. Well, I, I, this, yeah, like why is he allowed to sit in the in the burnt out Sunoco on seventy two, and my guy fucking Uncle Eddie ain't allowed to sling hot dogs? That might just be because it's like, oh, well, if he's on private property, then it doesn't matter. Possible. And he used to that guy used to sit on the corner of Rothman in seventy two, and he got bounced out of there. Rothman so, uh, over next to the KFC in Mount Hawkins. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's an interesting uh, dichotomy of uh, uh, flavor. I don't know. <laughs> Talking about hot dogs. Yeah, I don't know. What's your, your favorite condiment on the hot dogs? Can it be more than one? Can I tell you Absolutely. just like my favorite it combination? Be a, it can be a mix for sure. I've, my my I have two that are like neck and neck, but I'll give you my all time favorite is chili cheese mustard. Really spicy mustard, mustard. On spicy chili and cheese. You ever do it? Uh, I probably have never done it. Unbelievable. I've had chili and cheese and mustard separately. But never chili cheese mustard. Chili cheese has got to be the spicy mustard though, like the the, the deli, deli the deli brown. Yep, deli brown. yep, yep, yep. I'm a big deli brown with like mushroom or uh, what? onions in sauce. Oh, like red onion, like the red sauce. Like the, yep, like yep, it yep. comes in the jar, the yep. sabrette jar. Yep, with the spicy deli mustard. Right, I on like top. that. That is my go-to instant classic. Put a little relish on kraut, it if you're really mustard kraut onion. Oh, well, no, you're not doing kraut. I'm not you're just doing I, mustard onion. Kraut, I got over kraut during bingo. Mm, Cans yeah. of kraut used to hit that yep. fucking pan, and it was just watery cabbage. Let's talk about bingo. Bingo? Remember when That's you used... where you and John first were introduced yep. many, many years ago. That was our that was our first. You were there like one night, and you just kind of were there, and we yep. said hello. And... All the youth group boys used to fucking swing through because yep. I was forced to work hard manual labor as a child. Forced. Forced. We did that on per- We did yeah, that we, purposely, you yeah, asshole. We made good money until people started stealing. Stealing from us. Yeah. Yo, shouts, Bree. What? Wait, oh. Did I say that out loud? Not a listener. Not a listener, for sure. Um... Yeah, the interest on that would be unbelievable, wouldn't it? <laughs> She'd owe us a couple grand. I mean, she probably stole a couple grand. No. I'm not asking for it, but I'll take it. Um, no. <laughs> I'm just going to stop because I'll say something that I shouldn't you, say. You, you've already said more than you should have. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm interested to see how your guys' day together will go. Are you really? Do you think you can schedule to come document it? Because I think that would be probably really good That'd content. Be great content. I think I definitely. Plus, I don't have any content of me working, and I feel like I could use some. What advice would you give the average person who's never, like John, who's never done a day's labor like that? What would you say to them as they look to gain experience, like John is looking to gain? First thing I'll say is it is not as hard as you think, and I don't mean physically. It's hard physically, for sure. But it is not as difficult as you think to learn to do something like this. Um, it's like common sense, right? A lot of it is common sense. But which usually the, the way it works is like people who people who do these like blue collar reconstruction jobs have more common sense than the smart guy who typically has less common sense. Which is like the joke, right? Like that someone like, someone iron. someone like John generally would maybe come into this thinking like they're going to handle it fine and they're going to be like a dipshit. No offense. Like I'm not saying you will, but like that's the misconception, right? I feel like 
obviously like talking to you tonight that like you'll be fine. fine. Like you're obviously not a dipshit. But it's Sometimes, like Sometimes like people like me they over I I do overanalyze. They overanalyze, yep. they overthink yep. it. And, and that's like, a dude, huge part of it is like don't fuck it. like don't yep. try to reinvent the wheel. Exactly. If I if and that's my biggest thing is like if have people work for me that try to reinvent the wheel and it's like if I'm telling you this is how we do it like you can make suggestions, but don't don't think that your way is better or not. It's like this is how it's done. This is how, and again, doesn't mean it's the only way, but it's the way I'll do it. Or like whoever you're working for, if someone you work for has a way they do things, it's like if that's the way they want it done. It's like in your other job, and you're the one with, with experience. Exactly. And if well. if if you were in any other situation, and someone was gonna say to you, "Hey, this is how we do things," like you're not gonna argue with them, like. I mean, you might, or you may disagree, but at the end of the day, you're going to do it that way. But for some reason in the field where you work with your hands, people think they can reinvent the wheel. It's really interesting. The people are like, always... I'm, I wouldn't be in a position to tell you, like, hey, like, you, you should be doing it this way or yeah. that way. Like, cause yeah, because like, you don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I think people are always looking for, like, the next best way to save the most time, to save the most labor. And I'll tell you something else, though. I've never been more tired mm -hmm. doing physical labor than I've been doing construction. It beats and you up. It's not even like you can go for a, a, a five mile run and go home and feel okay. And as bad as you feel, you'll feel as you'll feel better than if you had done a subsequent amount of uh, energy it's exertion. A it's a different type of fatigue. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it's just vibe. the I think it's just the entire environment where you know you think about okay, well, what's pulling down a wall, right? And then you realize that you're gonna stick your hand through a wall. You're gonna rip it out, and there's gonna be particles of dust flying at you, and insulation that's ten years old coming out at you, and you're not gonna be wearing a mask, and you're not gonna have eye protection on. Well, you well you should have a mask and eye protection. You on. should, you but have, but but nine times but nine times out of ten in right. this field you don't. When you when you pick up a piece of wall and you drop it on a fiberglass shower mold, those things happen sometimes. You know, you drop tile on your legs and you cut yourself and you drill bits fall and, and shatter perfectly good wooden floors. And none of those things I've ever done before. <laughs> Let me tell you, just honest to truth, never have I ever made a mistake working construction, okay? You want to speak any on that at all? I'll tell you what. The eye roll was epic. How much money has Sal cost you? Uh, Not as much as you'd think. That's good. I'll tell you what. I'll be I'll be honest with you here, and I think you'll appreciate this. Okay. I really do fucking miss someone like you <laughs> right now more than ever. I mean, because there is you may have fucked some shit up, but the main thing that you did do was. I would ask you to do something, you would do it. Right. Well, that's well, that's like what we were talking about before. Like, I'm not the, I'm not in a position to tell you, no, we should do this instead. Like, I'm not the aspiring business owner. You no, know? no. But, but again, you just like you cared. Right. Like, well, you, yeah. For the most part, at the end, you I stopped think, caring. I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Was <laughs> which is which is why we mutually parted ways. Yes. It was there was a there was a mutual checkout that happened for me. I knew that it was time to go, and it was just I knew why I left it in high school. And why I didn't go back to it for all that time until I did go back to it. Yeah. It was not, it was just not something that was, uh, it was just not going to work for me long term. All about the investing side. Love the stonks. Love the fucking. You know, uh, ever, ever since you left. Have you made any money in stonks? Uh, I did. We could tell, well. Have you made any money since I left? Since you left, yeah. Because I told you. I started, I stopped doing options and I started just kind of doing some interesting day trading and i had a handful of really good days and i actually walked ended up walking away with money but 
I had some bad days. And again, in all seriousness, I sound like a gambler saying this, but like I really didn't lose money. I ended up like my initial investment, I walked out with more money than my initial investment. But I was doing some day trading and some just playing some games that I didn't feel were going to work long term. So I just decided to pull the money out. Okay. But I, I think I told you about that. We briefly talked about it. Yeah. I'm I was using I was using an interesting strategy that my uncle discovered, which was buying morning like like buying early morning rippers if you will not even buying pre-market but just buying something that was like ripping right at like 925 okay buying it about eight minutes after the bell and then holding it for about three minutes and setting a stop to sell as soon as you made x amount so like my investment number was i'd buy four thousand dollars worth of something to make a thousand dollars so basically i needed to go up x amount of percent so it's like you're buying like you know under eight dollar share stocks four thousand dollars worth blah 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 and it was all like just doing the calculation but it was all based on um it was, but it was all based on interest it was all based on ha like uh, momentum uh, yes exactly so it's like you would just find the ones that just were exploding and Rock. as long as they right. weren't on reddit they were golden and it was <laughs> and it was almost foolproof but then it stopped being foolproof right. and that's when i jumped out well, like i watched my uncle do it for 30 days he made almost Something absurd. He made almost forty thousand dollars in thirty days, and then I jumped in, and I had about four good days, and then I had one extremely good day, and then I had one extremely bad day, and I walked out with about fourteen hundred dollars profit. I said, "That's it. I'm done. I'm not playing this game. I don't have fucking time for it." Well, that's because I. Here's what I would do. Sorry to cut you off, real quick. I would fucking wake up, set guys up, go do this, go do that, run home for nine thirty, and trade stocks for thirty minutes, and then have to jump out back out to the job. It was that just like seems, another layer of like that work that I like didn't want to do. Not a particularly efficient way. No, so it just wasn't worth it. Maybe work from home then. Great, exactly. And that's what and that's what my uncle does. He has three fucking screens up, and he can do three things at once. Whereas like I'm running home, get fielding phone calls from subcontractors or from my guys, and it was a nightmare. So it sounds like not the most efficient way to build wealth through the stock market. Mm, not the most efficient. No. But, or you have to run out and set up. How's your portfolio at the moment? Prison. If you if you want to talk well, about I'm, this on your everyone, podcast, I've I've been um, I've been pretty open about it in the past, and I'm like a long holder. So um, I made a lot of money in the crypto boom recently. Did you? Uh, but I have made I've I've made eighty seven percent on my uh, initial investment. I'd say that's pretty good uh, since I started when John turned me on to the old Robinhood. A lot of fucking Robin uh, Hood. A lot of discourse around the old Robin Hood. Are you though. still yeah. trading on Robin Hood? I am. Oh, that's upsetting. I am. Vlad's I happy am. though. Vlad is happy. Um, are you still? Do you trade on Robin? Really? I will not trade the UI. The the user interface it's is so, just so good. It is. Good. I don't mind it. It I, is good. I, I I'll tell you what. It is good. Mm -hmm. It's the one thing I missed when I changed the fidelity. I was like, damn. I was like, Robin Hood's so fucking easy. I mean, and the alternatives don't even come close. Where like we, I use Webull for one particular stock that I'm invested in for a long, long time. Um, it's called Mara. They're a uh, crypto mining company. <laughs> but um, I'm in a long hold on them, and it's not available on Robinhood. Yeah. So like things like that, I will jump from platform to platform. But uh, when it comes to like just daily pop-up check, most of my money, it's almost my life savings. <laughs> it's almost my whole life savings in the stock market. It's kind of scary. It is scary, but like I'm not afraid. I won't lose money. Like I know for a, f a, a fact that I won't lose my initial investment. And as long as I can put my head down and I knowing that even if I lose all my profit, I still have to be satisfied with good. the fact that the money is still saved away somewhere and not being burned through. 
at an inconceivable rate like I know that I would. <laughs> you know? It's fair. Woo! I feel like we're winding down here. I feel I'm, I feel like we are. Yeah. I think my wife just pulled up in my truck to pick me up. So. This has been a short, a short-lived endeavor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if we has are, has it drawing, been short-lived? We're like approaching two hours, no? Um, so the stream is approaching an hour and fifty minutes, but the episode itself is only an hour and twenty-two minutes. Wow, long. that's actually okay. a, a, a digestible episode. Yeah, digestible yeah, yeah. episode. So I'll, I'll put it to you this way: so each of you, I would love for you to give me two topics that you'd like to provide some insight on before we leave, and then I'll ask you to give your final advice to the audience on the show. You want us to give you two topics? Yeah. Two of, topics. You got anything on your chest? You got anything on your chest? Just fucking get it off. Ah, uh, John, do you? Nah, I mean, you put us on the spot here. Well, you got you got worms in your grass, John. Mm, you got worms in my grass. You're in crisis right now. I am in crisis mode, yeah. That lawn is looking but, tough. But on the bright side, optimistic side, is we didn't have, like, we haven't seen one worm in the past, let's say, five, six hours. So that's a good thing. That's true. true. We were walking we, around We out were there checking everything and we didn't see anything, so. That's good stuff. Good stuff. What about you? You got anything? Scuba, talk to me about a little bit about scuba diving. Have you done any more scuba diving since last time I seen you? Is that a rich person thing? Mm, somewhat, in a way. Yes and no. Yeah. It's um, like golf, right? I'll golf, tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. It is and it isn't because the people who I come across, that I've come across in my life so far, in my scuba diving career, which is not super long, it's only about two and a half years, yeah. um, are all spectrums all ages all backgrounds all colors like legit like people you do not expect to be like certified sure. are like you're like holy shit like that doesn't make sense a diverse pool of folks very 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 diverse and that's what's awesome about it um since the last time i saw you when's the last time i saw you when did we do that last podcast because i may have done beginning more. of the summer i was in st thomas in may we talked about St. Thomas. Okay, so then... Epstein's Island, so, the whole thing. Yes, saw we did. Epstein's Island. I saw Epstein's Island. Like, we legit... The, 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 the like, Island. Not like, even like, like, oh, some Hocus Pocus Alex Jones shit. Like, you could see... No, it. like, you can legit... Like, it is the 100% the island he owns, like, was right... I'll show you a picture when we're done. It's wild. Pretty interesting to be that close to it. Um, Knowing that some legitimate shit went down there. No matter how you feel about whether he died or, you know, whether he was killed or not, seeing that island and knowing, like, oof. It's like, this oof. is why people think this is the Joe Rogan podcast part two. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't done any since then, but I am going to Mexico in January, so hopefully I'll get to do a little bit then. Okay. That's if, cool. If the world doesn't shut down again. Oh, you never know. Fingers crossed it doesn't. But oh, yeah, scuba diving's great. I, uh, if anybody likes the ocean... And isn't terrified of the whole idea of like being underwater and breathing air. Now that so was the next thing I was going to mention. Absolutely amazing. I we, rec highly recommend it. We did a podcast with Mike Bruno. You were there. I think I was there in his backyard, right? How earlier, scary is the ocean? Earlier this summer. Now, would you ever go scuba diving? Yeah. Yeah? I went snorkeling. I've been snorkeling. I, I would go scuba diving, yeah. What was, what was your snorkeling experience like? That was in St. Croix. Yeah, it was in St. Oh, Croix. Cool. Okay. When the fuck were you in St. Croix? Saint Croix, 2016. No shit. Yeah, good shit. A little, little Saint Croix. If you'll snorkel, you'll most likely like if you're a com competent swimmer yeah. and you're confident in snorkeling, you'd probably be fine scuba diving. Scuba diving. Yeah. It's it's completely different, but it's like if you're not panicky in the water, right, and you know how to breathe through a fucking snorkel, 
you'll be okay because it's the same concept. It's just like the concept is like if you're at 60 feet down, you can't just take the thing out of your mouth. Right. But again, that's common sense. What's the panicky feeling? Is it just that you're like enveloped in in water? Well, there's no panicky feeling if you're not a panicky anxiety person. Now, I have some. I mean, I'm over here shaking my leg up and down. (laughs) There could be a small earthquake being being graphed right now. Uh, (laughs) You know, like is, is that something that I would do? How are you like in small spaces? Are you claustrophobic? Do you get inside your own head? Um, the only time I ever have been claustrophobic, and I, I can remember it as a kid, I, I remember going to some kind of museum and it was like you crawled through like this little, like the arteries of the heart. Hmm, or that whatever. was the uh, Franklin Institute. And I remember yeah. being, uh, I remember like my shoulders not moving. I remember going into a space where I could not move mm. my body. That's scary. That's the only time I'm ever claustrophobic. Elevators, good. Closets, good you'd probably be okay right like only the time where i feel constricted less so than claustrophobic you'd probably be fine i love the ocean i mean if you listen you like the ocean do you like like you like you like wildlife like i do you're not are you like a that's the big the other biggest thing too is like a lot of people are like afraid my mom all the time what if you see sharks i go i've seen sharks before right they don't bother (laughs) they don't bother you i I think i I think people understand like who who have been near the ocean and live in the ocean like i remember as a kid like a bull shark uh used to swim in between like we used to go out in the water and like I had a bull shark swim between my legs when I was bullshit. Like, Swear to God, I don't believe you. Not a bull shark, a nurse shark. Okay, thank you, mm. nurse shark. I needed to call I don't you out know, on that. You know, yeah. there's I was just bull, bull, like, bull, There's a big difference between a bull shark and a nurse I, shark. It, so, it, they have the um, they have the rounded <laughs> yes noses, which is like they they still bite you. Like nurse sharks, brown sharks, they still bite you. Sure, they can't. I mean, they can't. Brown sharks, not what did I say? Nurse shark. It might have been a nurse shark. Right. It definitely, was, it was definitely, definitely wasn't smaller, a bull shark. It was definitely smaller than. What you would think of like a shark week type. Yeah. Shark. Not scary, but also still kind of scary. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you at the ocean, John? In the ocean? In the ocean. On rip current? I <laughs> Have you ever been in a rip current? Yeah. yeah. Really? Because yeah. I haven't. Never experienced it. I was once. Really? Spooky shit. Explain it to me. It's literally the most powerless situation you'll be in. You don't have a choice. That's what everybody says. You don't get to... There is no situation... You're not... You're not coherent enough to be able to swim left to right and get out of the current. All you're worried about is the fact that you're you're slowly moving further and further right, away right, from the yeah, shoreline. To the ocean, and yeah. your your initial really? your initial response is not to swim left to right or think of what's happening. Your initial like gut response is to go straight the fuck back where you came from. And it doesn't work. And it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah. They had to come out and get me when I was a kid. Really? One time. Well, they always say, I know like I, I, under, I know what to do in one. I've just never been in one. They say swim you know, go parallel, parallel and then the you'll eventually get out of it. Right. That you is. had to get rescued. Is that what happened to you? Did you get no, rescued? No, I, I was, just, I was able to get out. It wasn't that strong as what Sal was trying. But you swear you were able to kind of just push you but, out of it? And but out of it, yeah. Great, great, great. I, I didn't go... I. I didn't swim directly back to the shore. That's like not right. something that you do. Yeah, but yeah. I was able to swim sideways enough where I guess kind of out of it. Interesting. Yeah, I've never, I've never really, at least I've never like realized I've been in one. Maybe I've been in a small one and kind of just took it for like, oh, I'm just getting pushed. I don't know. But I've never like consciously been like, oh shit, I'm in a rip current. Mm. I, I don't know what adult, it's like. You can stand at the, I've, I've stood at top of like the dunes and seen the rip current. Really? Yeah. That's like, pretty cool. You can see it now like where the break of the waves happen and there's just this empty piece in the middle. Yeah, that's where the, that's where it's getting sucked back. The water's getting sucked back. Ocean is a scare. I've been taught since I was a little little kid. You respect the ocean. You have to. You never have turn to. Your, my mom used to always say, "Never turn your back on the ocean." It's true. So it's like true. when you're walking out of the ocean, you walk backwards out. I used to walk backwards out of the ocean. Really? Or you like walk. Like well, because then you get blasted by a wave. Right. And then and you it's get happened to me. Three feet from the shore, and you're fucking on your ass in front of some tourists, <laughs> like with eating eating a mouthful of sand. You know, some, <laughs> some Benny. 
What does Benny mean? What is Benny to you? Bergen, Essex. Newark? Newark, Newark New, York. New York. Okay. Newark. I just want to make sure we're on the same page there. And then Shubies got their names just because they wore socks with their sandals. True. Yeah. I don't know any of the rest of it. So I was going to say, John looks tired. <laughs> I think it's time for us to wrap things up. John, any advice you want to give to the audience based on our discussion? No, I think we hit nail on the head and we're good. You're ready to fucking go to bed, huh? <laughs> so John's advice is go to, go to bed early and get all your that sleep. Dirty, By the way, John, um, your mattress of choice. Tell us about it real quick. Do me a favor. But it's tough. It's a tough choice, but I think we're gonna go with eight sleep mattress. The eight sleep pod, the, right? The eight sleep pod, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a it's a hell of a mattress. It's a five star review. It's no gimmick no gimmicks. It's the real deal of um temperature controlled environment for your sleep. Fun story, me and John. Um I slept in John's on John's pod pro. You had a pod pro, right? Yeah. <laughs> um before COVID when he was living in Philadelphia, and I enjoyed it so much that I bought my own. And now, exclusively for Banana Land listeners, you can use code Banana Land uh, in the Eight Sleep store to receive 100 whole smackaroonies off your order. So be sure to uh, utilize that wonderful function as a listener of the Banana Land podcast. Um, any advice, Max, as we depart tonight here? Your 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 wife is sitting in the in the driveway waiting to <laughs> to I'm sure ferry you away back home. Maybe even to Taco Bell. Oh, after the hot dog, you gonna go to Taco Bell? I drank a little bit. With, you so should eat I, with this man. So when I drink a little bit, wow. I need a lot of food and my, ice cream. My like you guy, got a three course meal. My guy has Listen. one of the most advanced metabolisms that's ever existed on this earth. I because just, I've seen him <laughs> inhale food that would make me a seven hundred pound man. And he just... I, just I didn't give you guys totally a lot of ice cream, but I think that, like, I love that size. That was like a... It was a good that size. Was like it, the, was a, it was a... It was a Chinese buffet yes. portion of it. Was right. almost yeah. like, it was almost it's even a Chinese a compl- buffet bowl. Perfect. My grandparents probably stole it from the fucking Chinese good buffet. <laughs> it's just a powerful move. No, John, please take no offense. That meal was incredible. Absolutely. One, seriously, one of the best burgers I've had in a long time. Really? Truly. Good show. Appreciate it. Yeah. But don't... I pay for that burger. Um, advice. I pay you for it, but I pay somebody. I have no advice. Uh, definitely, no advice uh, definitely uh, buy the Eight Sleep Pod for sure. Okay. Fire mattress. Fire mattress. What are you getting one? Uh, probably. I heard soon. there's a. I heard there's a promo code that you could. There's use. an amazing promo code. What yeah. is it? Remind me what it is, it's just so I can make sure I use it. Banana Land. Banana Land. That's the that's the promo code. I yeah. heard that somewhere. Throw that in there. Shouts to Eight Sleep. Shouts to Eight Sleep. 100%. And uh, that's it. Have a good night. That's it. You're done. I'm done. Well, I just want to thank everybody for uh, coming along for the ride tonight. I know we were a little more disjointed than we typically are, but I felt like we had a we had a good discussion about an array of topics. Um, if you do if you do crave some uh, some some hot sleep or some cool sleep, just just think of us when you when you look for your solution. Um, next week, no idea what's going on. But stick around on social platforms. We'll uh, we'll be sure to keep you updated on everything that we're doing here in the banana land. Uh, and until then, I don't know. Do whatever you got to fucking do here, huh? He blanked. Have a good night, guys.